Hi everybody, welcome to Vegas Bag. I'm Pat Thompson, your host. What's happening? Joe Cancino Bogies here. And we're here with Big Matt Nolasco. What's going on? The long drive champion. Hey, there it is. 354.3 yards in cowboy boots. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I was working that morning. (laughs) Stopped by to help us out because things were a little short. You know how Vegas golf sometimes goes. But, uh... So Matt, tell us about yourself and tell us how you got into golf and where you came from and all that stuff. It'd well, be great to hear. Well, first off, hey guys, thanks for having me on. We're glad thanks to have you on. Uh, I think we're like-minded and a lot of views. I, mean, I think we're going to uncover a lot of those things, but I really appreciate you guys having me on today. Absolutely. It's but, fun. Uh, but you know, my name is Matt. They, they call me Big Matt Golf now, I guess. And Just he's a little guy. <laughs> we got pictures going on back here, but uh, where that came from actually was I was a caddy at Shadow Creek. Okay. And um, there was a few mats down there, and I guess I got the title, right? I was I was the big mat. So uh, they, they did that, and it was just kind of an easy way, you know, big mat, come on out. Um, you know, but before that, uh, a little bit about me. I'm from Oceanside, California. Uh, we moved here when I was young, when I was five years old. Uh, my dad started teaching me how to play this game in this town. Um, we lived across the street from what was then called the National. Okay. Uh, that was on Desert Island and Eastern. What do they call it now? Is it still called the National? I think the Sahara, so. Las Vegas National. They call it everything. I mean, I yeah, think I think they called it. This, what was it called when the PGA Tour event was there? Was it the Desert Inn? I think it was the Desert Inn because the Sahara. The Sahara. Because Sahara. it, so it had yes. like so many different names. Fair, fair, yeah. So yeah. I, get, I mean, I lived across the street from it, and it got confusing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the reason why he moved there was obviously the PGA Tour event was there, and you know it was within walking distance. So we walked across the street to go putt, chip, and things like that. Freaking awesome. Yeah, we didn't really come from much, so we made a deal with um, whoever the pro was at the time, and I would pick the golf balls up off of uh, what it what was nine fairway, yeah, yeah, and maybe one one fairway, and I would bring them back and I would hit them into the range, and um, I would chip and putt on that chipping green there, you know, that real small green yeah, on the yeah, side yeah. there, yeah, yeah. and then we'd putt on the other side. They had a big putting green, so that's kind of where I groomed my game and where I learned, at, you know, at the age of five how to how to play this game. And, uh, you know, I played a lot of sports growing up, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, golf always really had my eye. It was always something I wanted to do. You know, when I was a kid, I wrote down I wanted to be a pro golfer when I grew up and things like that. But um, that was kind of my childhood. And makes you well-rounded when you play a lot of different sports. Yeah. my, My main thing was baseball and football. That was my big deal. Well, you know, we lived on Sundown Drive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so we called ourselves the Sundown Drive, you know, team. So uh, as a kid, we'd play all the neighboring streets with, you know, football or tag or whatever that was. And we had to come in before the streetlights came Always being competitive. Yeah, oh, for sure. Um, And and no matter what it was, well, none of my friends played golf. So I had to learn how to, you know, have fun with them. And I also played, you know, three seasons of baseball uh, growing up because I was one of the bigger kids. So they would always have me on, and um, you know I hit hit the ball pretty far, even as a kid, and I had a pretty good arm. So pitcher, catcher, first base for probably every team I played on. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. But um, but I mean, how, how about you? How, how did you get to Vegas? Well, I was a correctional sergeant for twenty two and a half years. Wow. I did that for my career. Um, got big into bodybuilding at one time. Yep. yep. I was an all natural winner. Wow. Um, an all-natural contest in uh, up in Susanville, and then started playing golf there. Wow! I never really played golf till later in life. I mean, I I hit balls as a kid every once in a while when my dad would go out, but it was very you know nobody taught me the game. Yeah, I was self-taught all the way. I started probably playing. I always laugh about it because I started playing at 36 years old. Wow! So now I'm 56. Yeah, I don't play too bad. I'm trying to get there. I mean, I was a zero for the longest time. Yeah. 
And then zero. I was I hung a zero for like three or four years. You're a gamer. We haven't played then, yet. No. Played and right now I'm, I'm at a 5.6, I think it is. Uh, Joe will call me a sandbagger. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm already on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, just uh, I had a surgery last year and now I'm starting to hit the ball really well again and driving the ball very well. And now it's just. 310 the other day. Yeah, With God, that was ball. so big. The yeah. new ball, the Valero X1 from Encore, everybody. Yeah. And also our other people, I'll pull this up. The Stanky's hat oh. bands that go inside the hats. Yeah, you got one on, don't you? Yes, I do. Yeah. I got one on. If you guys want to see how this goes on. I don't have one yet, Stanky's. Just send me a couple. They're right there. They go inside the hat. It's a pretty awesome deal. Um, keeps the sweat from building in your hats, ruining your hats. You know how you get oh, that. Oh, yeah. All, all my we hats. live in Vegas. <laughs> hey, man. I have a kid down the street, which I got to do an interview with. He, This kid sweats standing still. Oh, yeah. Me too. I mean, he's I'm a big worst. kid. Yeah. He's a good ball player. He says, man, he goes, my hats aren't getting ruined. Mm -hmm. So, Russ, awesome. Russ, hey. Stankies, we need some stuff, man, because there's some people in Vegas. We, we need to let them check it out and give it to them. It gets hot out here. You yeah, know, it let's does. save the hats. But yeah. so, yeah, I got into that. I played a lot of baseball, played a lot of football. Um, but, you know, working in the department for a long time that I did for the state, um, getting into golf, it was a bunch of us guys that were golf, you know, they, hey, come play golf with us. I'm like, man, I can't play golf. So I go buy a pair of Dunlap clubs. Yep. We all start playing. We all we were all crappy golfers. We were all high high. I shouldn't say high high. You know, crappy, just yeah. high handicappers. You know, twenty fours, twenty fives. But before I left, we all were single digits. Really? Yeah. Before I left Susanville, we were all single digit players. So just pretty much your teeth on each other. All day. yeah, just all self taught. Um, Did you guys bet each other? Or like oh yeah, we yeah we bet five. You know, five five and five. You oh, know, yeah. Nassau's and stuff like that. And then, you know. Of course, being cops and being an old SWAT guy, I get a little angry when I did lose. I get hot. <laughs> I didn't like to lose. I'm very competitive. Um, but yeah, so I learned how to play golf. That's how I kind of learned how to play golf. I did all the stuff on like, you know, they have it now like on golf now. But before, I just go on YouTube because YouTube just started coming out with all these people releasing uh, how to fix your swing, how to do this. And that's how I kind of learned how to play golf. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Nice. How about you, brother? How did you come to Vegas? Shoot. Uh, well, I've moved to Vegas. Uh, I lived here between 92 and 98 for a while. Uh, worked in the nightclub scene for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it's fun uh, stuff. Shark huh? Club, the Mets, um, all those places, Palladium, DJed all those different places. DJ? Yeah. Um, oh. Moved away to Seattle for a while and then uh, just moved back in uh, 2015. Hey, welcome back, brother. But um, the way I got into golf was really funny. Uh, you you've probably played Golden Tee golf, yeah, the video love, game. Break, right? your, break your wrist on it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so uh, when I was when I was living in Washington, uh, I actually worked for the company that distributed that game throughout the Northwest. Yeah, that's cool. So I was driving these machines up and down everywhere you could probably yeah. put them in the bars so people can play and bet, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I got good just setting up the games. Oh. learning how to play golf through this video game. No way. Yeah, and so uh, a bunch of my friends are like, oh, yeah, but video game golf's not the same as real golf. <sighs> well, I went to Costco that okay. exact day. I love Costco. And I way. went and I got the set of the Golden Bears. Golden oh. Bears. Yo, Nicholas. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I played and uh, I just I hit so many balls that summer. I put calluses on my hands. Oops. and We got them all, guys. Um, the next summer... Tore I beat thumbs. three out of the four guys that were talking shit. Hey! Yeah. <laughs> and so and it was pretty much, you know. You know, I love this game. You know, it just, you, you can have such a great friend and such a, uh, somebody, you, you say you love them, maybe on the phone or whatnot. Hey, bud, love you. But on the golf course, 
it's the gloves are off and it's just time it's to, time it's time no, to fight yeah, who, who yeah. wants to go huh? I, I still love just love to beat them oh, for sure <laughs> but you know i my, my example of that is um you know he's become like a brother to me is tim yeah um you know we play so much golf together and um if i miss a very easy putt or if i hit one out of bounds or whatnot he just he gets straight into me, and really, what it does is he sparks me back up, yeah. and it makes me concentrate. So if I hit one wide right, and you know we play Red Rock Country Club a lot, yeah, and yeah. Um, you know sometimes you get up in the hills, and uh, you know I'll, I'll try a little harder on the next shot because he's just spurring me on. But I mean, hey, if I didn't have him, I, I probably would just go out there and wouldn't care what I shot and just you know, had a casual round type thing. But it's good to make a few in front of in front of your buddies for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. There's days I'm putting really good, and Joe's like, "Oh my God, this guy's coming on fire!" And then yeah. it's like, and then we get the Thompson Lane over at Reflection, which we used to call it. But so yeah. far, I'm two for two at finally hitting that fairway on which number is that, Joe? I forget. That's uh, number fifteen. Number fifteen. Oh, yeah. Let's do it together. Yeah. So the, 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 canyon, the, the canyon on the right and the road right there. So yeah. So but. Yeah, no, no, it's the, uh, the par four kind of going back. The par four going back towards the lake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah you downhill, like huh? You don't like that hole? Oh, it doesn't suit my eye. I uh. mean, because I mean, more times than not, I'll put it right in that canyon or I'll put it on the road. So I started changing some things up. Uh, last time we played, I hit a three wood, which I put it in the fairway, which I hit a great shot. And then the time before that, I said, you know what? I'm just going to hit three hybrid yeah. and put it in the fairway. Because it just it doesn't suit my eye, but then when you go to the next hole where it goes, I can I can just crush it over the canyon there yeah. and just put it by the you know down that down slope. Yeah. I love that hole. Do you, but, have you ever met Mr. Openshaw down there? The, the, I believe he's the GM or director of golf of John Openshaw. I have, yeah. yeah, he's a great guy, yeah. a friend of mine. We actually we worked together forever ago. We worked together at Stallion Mountain. Oh um, yeah, those yeah. Stallion Mountain. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I'm so happy for him, for for John, and, and how great he's doing. Man, that, that course is always in great shape. That was uh, a, Stallion Mountain's the first place I ever came to, and like kind of joined their Stallion Card program where I yeah. could get on. Because I mean, I didn't have nowhere to go. I'm not a member anywhere because I don't want to set myself to one place. Yeah, why not? First of all, for that place, it's expensive. I'm yeah. glad I worked there, yeah. but. Um, I just never. I just want to be good. At, I don't want to be good just at one track. I want to try to be good at all tracks. That's yeah. why for yeah. me. That's like my it. thing of the game. Mm -hmm. How about you? You want to be a member somewhere? Do you like? Do you like the? the you know? so, so I've actually got the annual uh, pass out at Reflection Bay. Okay. And uh, it's six hundred bucks a month for me. And That's great. Play as much golf as I want, and then I also get to use the HPGI uh, facilities. Oh wow! Um, I haven't hit balls there yet. Oh my god! So it's all Pro V ones first of all. Oh, wonderful! And they've taken the 18th hole from the old Falls course yes. that used to be out there, and now that's the driving range. There's tons of flags out there. I drive past it all the time. It's yeah. beautiful. And then what they've kept—they've kept holes uh, seven, eight, and nine intact from Falls. And you can actually start on seven. It's an old par five. Wow! And you can hit shots out there, and then you can hit shots up to the green. They have other flags out there. You come around up top to the hill, they've got the downhill par three, yeah. and there's three flags out on that green, so yeah. you can practice there and hit shots, and then come around to nine, and you can hit shots off the tee there, and then uh, at the very end, the old ninth green is now the big chipping green. Wow. So then you can kind of, you know, work on some shots. Oh, and, and there's some beautiful facilities up there. It looks like pickleball courts. Yeah, and, and yeah, pickleball, do, do swimming. Do you have access to the clubhouse there? Is that just as a member? Building? Yeah, as a member, you get everything out there. You get wow. the sports club, too. That's, uh, that's incredible. There's a big lounge out there. They do happy hours and all kinds of fun stuff as yeah, well. Wonderful. You can kind of go and 
sauce it up a bit. It is cool. I mean, I've been out to the HPI, you know, one of the center with you. We, we keep saying HPI, but what is, what does it stand High for? High Performance Golf Institute. Okay. Yeah, and uh, Craig Barlow and Jeff Gallagher are both out there. Local uh, legends, by yes. the way. Yeah. If you, if you can't get better with those guys around, I mean, you did. Well, those guys are incredible. Jeff Gallagher, like, I mean, we, I didn't even know until I started talking to him, but his brother was in the Masters, I think yeah. won the Masters mm-hmm. one year, and so... Both of them have a, have an incredible. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and, and a lot of their students are great players as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, but you know, I mean, gosh, Craig. I mean, I, I know uh, Craig Barlow, uh, Mr. Barlow. You know, a lot of us. But, yeah. I mean, 150 cuts on the tour and, and things like that. I grew up, um, grew up trying to uh, compete with him on any level, and it was impossible because um, he just had so much success. But you know, I, I always knew what was off in the distance there for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, he he's. Absolutely, one of the best golfers ever come out of here. Well, you guys hear my dogs. We're at Castle Chip Dini right now, so sorry about that. <laughs> we love dogs. Yeah. Yeah, golf, it's fine. <laughs> so uh, another guy who we actually have out there now just became a member is an um, old PGA player by the name of Esteban Toledo. Yeah, he's awesome. Badass guy. Yeah. He's, he's, I try to keep up with him, but it's tough. It, it, it's amazing how many people actually go through there and how great it still looks. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, uh, I haven't had the fortunate, you know, the fortune to go there yet, but I'm sure I'll get there. Um, but you know, I, I've had so many people say, "Yeah, I've hit balls there and practice there," but every time I drive by it, it's just perfect. It's oh yeah, it's, and, it's nice. Yeah. It's All very, right. Well, nice. so there, there's a tea time set for uh, next Monday. Yeah. And uh, our buddy Sean Rao is going to join us and see if you wanted to play Pat. There and, you go. Uh, uh, we'll see if you want to play it on the spot. Too, I love it. Well, it's on the spot, but I I'm not working this week, okay. and because we shut down for so many tournaments, I am slated to go work Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay, okay. Well, I, I would love to be there. Trust me. Open invite for you then. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now I'm in. Um, the Las Vegas Country Club. I, I tell everybody, mind you, I've worked at Shadow Creek. I've played every golf course in this town besides Summit. Haven't haven't been out there yet. I have a couple buddies, but you know, it's haven't made the time. Um, Las Vegas Country Club still my favorite course in town, uh, and I say that, and I should have said that with more bravado. Las Vegas Country Club is my favorite golf course in town, <laughs> and, and I'll tell you why. I mean, it, it, it's it's the only place in Vegas where you can go where it's it actually feels like Vegas used to feel. Yeah. And I say used to feel. I and mean, I'm only 33 years old, but I've been yeah. in this town for 20 gosh five years. Um, I've I've watched it. I mean, where we're sitting. Um, and I, we, you know, we won't say where we're at, but we actually would could have been neighbors if, if we would have lived here long enough. My parents moved a little, um, down the street to love the area still, yeah. but, um, you know, there's so much of us within a, a small area, but none of us talk to each other. Yeah. None of us, none so of us, true. See, none of us do this tea time thing like this. And, and that's why I love this. Yeah. You know? I mean, trust me, if I could play, I'd be there playing. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I'm one of those guys. I mean, I told them, I said, Hey, I'm off all this week. Yeah. I need to go play golf somewhere. Let's yeah. go do it. You know? But, but when you, when you go to Las Vegas country club, you can't really get out there. Uh, you got to be with one of the members, right? Yes, I, I played with one of the members. Um, we'll talk about what yeah. and, with, and, with a guy that works there, what you can do also. So, so when you when you experience the gate, you're 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 behind. You know, there's a casino behind you that's been there forever. The old and, Hilton, now the, the West Gate, yes, yeah, and, International. Yeah, and, actually, is what it used to be called. Yeah. And if you gambled in this town, I'm sure you've laid a bet down at that at that building at least once in your life, <laughs> all right? And so you go across the street, and then you go into this this very um, small gate, nothing nothing crazy to it, and then you come into this big, beautiful building. Yeah. And, and it is old, but you know what? It's historical. 
everybody's walked through that building. The Rat Pack, you know, Elvis, all those guys, they've all been through those doors. I mean, everybody asks, you know, we, we've talked about this because I, I play with a lot of old members. Yep. Yeah. You know, because basically they were following, you know, you had, if you saw the movie Casino, that's the course it happened at. Their yep. plane landed on number 10, rolled in the water, yep. uh, number 11 when they were chasing uh, Rothstein and Mo Dill to run. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, so kind of cool, I get to hear all the different stories. You know, before that was even... The movie Casino course. was there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, they, they filmed yeah. it at they, they filmed the plane landing in the fairway and stuff over at Las Vegas National. Yes. That's where Rothstein's house was and still is. That's a true house of his. Yes. Um, but like where we're at, you know, a lot of people don't know. That used to be an old mob horse racing track before they even built the golf course. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. They had so many guys coming in skimming money off the top. They couldn't make any money. So they said, we better shut the golf course down. Oh. So then it went to... Somewhat of back in those days, an off-road track for off-road racing. Well, that didn't fly either. Mm -hmm. Then they decided, you know, that's when they made a golf course. It was called the International also. Mm -hmm. And then they changed the Las Vegas Country Club when they... So who built it? Uh, what's... God, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh-oh. It's all right. We'll get there. No, I, I can't remember his name. I was just... I Because you go upstairs. I mean, there's a lot of times where you... When I come in, there's pictures in a little rotunda. Yes. And I finally went through and started looking at all the people that were there and who was there. I mean, Dean Martin was always there. Always. Um, a lot of these tennis stars, Andre Agassi, mm -hmm. guys like that, that's where they trained at, that, that tennis facility there. Man, I, I just drawn a blank on who. But, but that's my point. Yeah. I mean, there's so much culture there that even you, you're there every day. You, you even forget because yeah. you can't retain it all. No, there's you, so many people I run into because, I mean, you know, a lot of people don't know this, but Joe Pesci was a member there. Of all these top actors were there. I mean, back there, you know, you had the different yeah. factions, the Jewish, you yeah. know, people like the Mafia that was there, also possibly the Italian Mafia, yeah. and you wonder how these guys are connected, but, you know, who runs Hollywood, right? Yeah. And that's how he got in, and that's how he made it so big so fast. Yeah. Um, but I still learn things. Every time I go out there, I'm learning something new from these members that I play with because they've been, they were members of some of the kids, yeah. you know? And another thing, too, is, I mean, it, it, you know, I, I kind of go, go into this amount of detail, even hearing the popping from the tennis players while you're warming up, because a country club, people don't understand this, it has to have full everything to be considered a country club. It has right? to have a swimming pool. And, yeah, very good. Weight room. Yes. yes. The tennis courts, now they took the outdoor tennis courts down, they're gone. We only have the indoor, so oh, you don't no. really hear much. Yeah, they took those out. Um, they're talking about putting a gazebo out there now and then like yeah. a cart staging area. They're trying to keep up with the times, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. This, this, this golf course has been there for so long and, and you know, going state of the art. Yeah, that, that's, that's smart. I mean, we, we bumped up there. I mean, we, before it was just a few guys working outside. Now we have one, two, we have how many, about six guys outside working, six yeah. guys working. We're always making the country club feel and make everybody feel welcome at Las Vegas country club. Well, and, and talking about the bag room, right? I mean, yeah. that, if walking in that bag room, I mean, gosh, I, I, because I'm kind of I nerd out on things like that. I mean, I remember uh, the first time I walked in there and I see these bags from the old tournaments they used to put on there. Oh yeah, and they're just sitting there. These old bags that are just full of dust and mm -hmm. just sitting there. And we started moving things around. And they've kind of changed the bag room since. It's still there. Mm -hmm. A lot of bags in there. Yeah. But like the old school stuff is like you'd be amazed at some of the stuff we find in there. It's like oh my gosh, it's yeah. still here. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, I so I the first club that I was ever a member at was South Shore Country Club. Um, you know, after I had worked at um, Shadow Creek for five years, yeah, yeah. Um, I had realized that maybe I want to play. And so I joined South Shore Country Club with, with a lot of help um, from my mentors. And um, when I did that, I kind of felt um, 
when, when you get out there and you're golfing at a country club and you're a professional athlete, it's different. Um, you have to be um, really, it, it's hard to make tee times because that's what the members are there for and things yeah, yeah. like that. And so I, I always went in the afternoon. So I would go work out in the morning and use the, the lake club and everything else like that. Have you been up there to the lake club? Do they let you go up there? Is, the same, uh, is that the same membership? You're talking about at Reflection Bay? Uh, no, on, on South Shore side. Um, Sometimes no, I, I use not, a lake club for a lot of things. I have but, not been on the South. I've played yeah. South Shore twice, but that's about it. I've only caddied it. Uh, it's a fun track, and it never gets old. I mean, yeah. uh, that's where you know where we met. Uh, you, yeah. you were there caddying for a great friend of mine and ours, yeah. uh, and I think he's a friend of the show too, right, Mark? Yeah, Lukovic. Mark Lukovic, club champion, baby. You guys need some clubs? Yeah. Mention my name or Joe's, so yeah. you can hook us up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, um, for sure, they mean that. Mention their names because it'll give you a discount and it helps you out, and they love it as well. Yeah. Believe me, um, you know, but Mark. He, he contacted me because he, he knew I was a member there, and there was a few people that did. But an interesting yeah. fact about that was they had a, a U.S. Open qualifier there yep. at the club. And, and it was kind of short notice. Uh, so I was the only member in town that was playing the event, so my phone started ringing. Yeah, yeah. Well, the people that made the time to play a practice round with me, every single one of those individuals broke par. Um, and they set the course up very difficult that day, very, yeah. very fast greens, very hard. Um, so, you know, very much you know, tour-esque. Um, but Mark was one of those guys. Yeah. Uh, so I was fortunate enough to get through. I think I medaled that round. And, um, you know, Mark was one of the guys I shot under par, but he was maybe one shot out. He missed it by one. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, gosh, I wish I would have helped him out a little more. But, yeah. uh, you know, he's such a great ball striker, such a talented guy. And, uh, you know, gosh, you know, I wish he would have got through. Yeah, me too. I, I, I went down to Big Canyon and in, uh, in, in Newport Beach and, and, you know, played well, but not well enough. Um, so... Hopefully, you know, one of these days I'll, I'll get back and try to do a U.S. Open qualifier. Why not? Right? You know, well, it, you know, I have four kids, man. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a small business owner. And, uh, you know, I, I just started this this Big Mac Golf Channel yeah. um, in December, believe it or not. Yeah. So it's, it's moving fast, too. And that's yeah. a good thing. Because, I mean, you're talking about kids. You, you know, you asked me when I, well, I was raising seven kids at the same time. Oh. So I had six boys and a daughter. I adopted my wife's three kids. And I had four boys of my own. One of my one of my oldest son was a top recruit for USC, so oh, we were always doing on. football stuff and everything. Yeah. So I was always going. We were always going football. So when I got to play, it was like, let's go play. Yeah, you know? that's cool. But now it's like, I just love telling people about all this good product that's possible to get. You know, I do. I, I mean, because I love it so much. I go. My wife says, "Man, your life has turned all about golf." I said, oh, yeah. "But when I got the job at Las Vegas Country Club, I was playing at Stallion Mountain for like two years straight." And I go. I'm getting kind of bored playing every day. I want to kind of meet some people and network a little bit and figure things out about the golf world in Vegas. And yeah. since then, this is when I started the Vegas Bag Room. I got Joe involved. Yeah. We had two other guys that were involved. That One of them worked with us and then, well, two of them worked with me. Uh, Brandon Camino, he's a fitter for TaylorMade. He just, wow. he just, you know, he's busy doing that. And The other guy was, you know, Jamichael Jones. And Jamichael's a... He's a striker with a golf ball. Oh, he hits it a mile like wow. you. No, I don't hit it a mile. Yeah. Michael does. No, trust me. <laughs> you, 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 guys, you guys would have a fun match. But he's, uh, he's supposedly in Florida working you know, with Sean Foley right now, trying to get his game back. He had a messed up shoulder, trying to get that back in tune. He might be on tour, but he's a, he's a pretty good golfer. I mean, that's what took me away from the game. You know, getting hurts. It's inevitable, and it's hard. And, um, and getting back through the paint, getting mm. through it, and slowly coming back and going, man, I, I know I play better than this. And it's like, it just takes time to get back to that yeah. smooth, fluent swing and being accurate, I guess you would say. Yeah, confidence. I yeah. Mean, confidence is what it is. I mean, you know, um, 
if you have that amount of confidence in yourself and you believe in yourself, typically it works out. But when you when you have a little you know shoulder, yeah, a little knee, pinch, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't swing so hard. Yeah. Or maybe I slow things down. Yeah. So tell me about like uh, you said you're really interested in youth golf. I love junior golf. And love junior golf. Me and Joe like junior golf also. Yeah. And you know, there's some things that eventually. Maybe we can do something with that because that would be fun. Well, I think this is a great time to tell you why. I mean, when I was a kid here in Vegas, you know, five years old, not much, you know, there was the staples here in town. Absolutely. The the SNJGA, the Southern Southern Nevada Junior Golf Association. Love them. I'm an SNJGA kid for life. Uh, Back then, there was guys like Jim Hart. I I call him Mr. Hart. It's Coach Hart to me. Mm -hmm. Um, He's still down there at the Muni helping out kids and developing kids. And gosh, she has so many great players down there. Um, Aaliyah Jordan is one of them. She's incredible. Um, I'm spacing out on, on a lot on, on, on the rest of them, but um, he's down there. Brain, sunshine, hot, cold. At, 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 Doesn't matter. Day, he's there. He's there, and he's always been there. And there's generations of kids. You know, there's, there's. We still talk. You know, like Alex Scott. He, he's one of his big guys. He just qualified for the, the mid am or the, the uh, not the mid am. Sorry, sorry, Alex, you're not that old. But the, the amateur event at, uh, at the Muni there. Uh, was incredible. Okay. Eastside East Golf got behind him. Um, he, he, Alex is such a great player. Uh, and, and the irony of that is um, it, th- this event's uh, coming out. I, I went to the Muni that day. It was a big event that was, yeah. it was held by the SNJGA. It was a qualifier. It was a USGA event. Okay. I believe it was the it was some sort of uh, USAM or MIDAM or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sitting there on you know next to the pro shop there. And you know how it's right next to one team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Um, they're like, hey, you know, yeah, there's a couple high school kids there. One of them was R.J. Arone. Uh-huh. He's a great friend of mine. Very, very st- distinguished player. Plays for Bishop Gorman High School. We're sitting there talking. And I look up and I said, do you know who that is? And it was Alex Scott. And I said, man, he hits it a country mile. Watch this. And he teed it off on hole one. And he did. He hit it a country mile. <laughs> and, I, you know, and he qualified that day. Nice. Uh, you know, so just goes to show you, we have these young kids, you know, they're, they're high school age kids. And they have no clue who Alex Scott is. And, yeah. and Alex was a, just a predominant player when I was around. Everybody knew who he was. But we're getting a little older, you know. Yeah. Our family's yeah. now. We're working and we're doing those types Absolutely. of things. Absolutely. But, you know, the, some of these guys still got some teeth. You know, these so, are some really good players in town. Where do we go? As influencers and podcasters, where do we go to like maybe, in my thought about maybe helping these youths out or getting out there and maybe say, hey, we're going to be at the golf course this day. Um, we yeah. got guys that, that are instructors. We got guys that are good at the game that can give you tips. Do you think we could ever do something like that? Absolutely. Um, you know, we're talking about all these people. Yeah. And, and I think that um, what we have in common is we have the same question, but I'm going to tell you what I'm doing in the meantime. And maybe you can kind of funnel off of that. Um, I, I'm just bringing awareness to it. And, you know, it's one podcast at a time. Whether this gets one view or 100,000 views or whatever. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If, the, if one extra person really understands that there's there's kids that, that can gain the ability to play this game. And the important part about that is, is golf has given me every opportunity that I've ever had in my life. I'm sitting here because of golf. Right. Yeah. Me and too. I mean, all of up. these people that we talk about, and all of the stories, and everything that it's all geared and generated around this beautiful game that we play, and it's it. There was a huge downturn before COVID, and golf was dying. Yes. And and the reason why golf is dying is because there's nobody playing. 
And how do you get more players? You got to teach the kids. Absolutely. You know, and it's my favorite thing in the world. I, I was blessed with two children. I love them both. The my older children that don't want to play golf. My boys are starting to, you know, hey dad, when are we going to the course? Can we go hit balls? Can we go putt? Those types of things. Yeah, yeah. But you know, being able to go do that is a family activity. I go to the golf course. I tend to see people that I know. And then, it, you know, I have a small business. Maybe we talk about that. Maybe yeah. we go to dinner and we, yeah. and we deepen our friendships with our friends. Absolutely. It, and it's all around this game. Every business opportunity that I've ever had, everything that I've ever done has come from this game. I understand that I have had the ability to play it at a high level. Mm -hmm. But some of these people that I'm meeting are shooting in the high 90s. Right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what you shoot. It matters who you are. And if you understand how to play this game, you yep. have etiquette. You know how to speak to somebody. Absolutely. You know how to be in a room. You know how to uh, stand around somebody. You understand what their values are because if they keep their clubs clean and they have very nice things and they have their, they're very dapper yep. and polished, you know that you're dealing with that type of person. Absolutely. If the guy's got his stuff untucked and his hat on backwards and everything else, and you know what? He may make $500,000 a year, but you're at least you understand who that human being is when yeah. he lets his hair down. Absolutely. And in five hours of golf, I can tell you exactly who somebody is. Yep. So Joe, Joe runs Dapper Donuts. Love it. Mm -hmm. He's got a donut thing. Whoa, well, I love donuts. <laughs> He's getting ready to open his brick and mortar pretty soon. I wanted to bring that up because it's coming up at the beginning of next month, right? I yeah. think it is. We're going to be yeah. opening up brick and mortar. Got some, uh, Congratulations. Some countertops to install. Uh, we got all kinds of paint last night yeah. for it. Yeah. I'll get those countertops sealed from you with Permatreat. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. There's two there businesses in one shot, baby. Yeah, Boom. I'm, 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 we're, we're busy guys. So, yeah. so where, where's your, your brick and mortar going to be? It's right over here off of Horizon Ridge in Valley Verde. Okay. Used to be a Golden Spoon yogurt shop. Yes, it did. Yeah, now that's us. There you go. Congratulations, Thanks. man. We've had a food truck now for four years. But oh, wonderful. This is the time to open up a store now. and. You know, there's no there's no time like the present. Yeah, donuts made fresh to eat right there. Yeah, it's a fresh to or fresh made to order type of thing. You don't oh. actually pick up pick donuts off the shelves that have been made at like four or five in the morning. We Got actually it. make your donut fresh, top it fresh, boom. Are you gonna franchise the opportunity, or are you gonna just? We're keep it actually to already part of a franchise. Oh, yeah, so we own all of the Las Vegas rights for uh, the Dapper Donut. So Wonderful. everything that pops up Dapper Donut wise will will be us and. Here in Las Vegas. Dapper Donuts. Let's, let's go get some donuts, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's there. So, yeah. So, you know, back to golf. I mean, like I said, I started late. And yeah. I've, I have met so many solid people. Oh. It kind of, you know, you saw the pictures on the wall. You guys, I played oh. with some players. Oh, yeah. I played with Brandon Stone, Hudson Swafford, Phil Mickelson. I've met Boo Weekly and chatted up with him. I've hung no, out and played with Camilo Villegas. I have all these guys I've played with, Paul Casey. Yeah. I can go on, but that's just telling stories. But you know what? Everyone I met was genuine. Oh, yeah. You know, and it's like, I remember playing with Brandon Stone. They had us one tee up. That's when I was playing at a zero. I was hitting the heck out of the ball. Mm -hmm. And he's hitting driver. I'm hitting three and I'm flying his driver. He's like, are you kidding me right yeah. now? I said, I love to play golf, man. And then we just started about talking about golf. And he's telling me about golf in a different country because yeah. it's different. And you're, bit, you know? you're talking the same language, yeah. but it allows you to... Now, he can talk to you about himself. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's so good. Two completely different human beings mm -hmm. and come together and, and it's just, just an awesome. It's an awesome world. And I mean, I really want us to... I think we should... You know, one of the things I was, trying, was, was talking to you about earlier, all you guys out there that podcast golf, I mean, we had, uh, we had Matt Wainwright on here last week. Yep. Awesome, awesome podcast. All us guys that do this, we need to get together. Maybe there's something we can join together and boom out some of this yeah. youth golf yeah. and some other things to make 
Vegas Golf grow because I mean it's big already, yeah. but it's getting bigger and we're getting less courses. So you know, in my opinion, in a, you know, um, I'm going to say this in the least amount of controversy as possible, but you know, in the neighboring towns and cities, you know, we are the worst. Um, you know, Phoenix, San Diego, LA, yeah. like I mean, Utah. Gosh, if you go to if you go to Utah, St. George, huh? They do they do everything in unison. Junior golf. Uh, Tony Finau is huge in Utah, but he's in every single event, and that's that's what I'm saying. Like everybody does everything together, and we need to grow that. Yes, and in we Vegas, do. it's like, oh, I'm running my tournament, and you should come to my tournament. No, I'm running my tournament, and I want everybody. Well, like to I told you, I might not be able to afford to get in your tournament, you but to I'm going to show up, and yeah. I'm going to be Vegas backroom. I'm going to go show everybody. I'm going to yeah. do it on my Insta. I'm going to say, hey, man, these are Vegas golfers at their best, man, yeah. having a good time. And, and and really, um, with the event on April first, we're calling it the show out. Yeah, I made I made a mistake. I called it the blowout. It's the show the out, guys. Show so out, that's man. on me. Yeah. So <laughs> the reason why we're calling it the show out is we realize that not everybody is played in a member guest. Have you played in a member guest? I'm playing in my first one the end of the month okay. over in Havasu. Beautiful. I've Where never you played one. Uh, we're playing the, right there, the two muni courses right there at Havasu on Havasu Lakes. So I love it. I'm playing with it. my buddy Joe Ryan who goes, hey, come down and play with me. I, I kind of started teaching him how to play golf. Yeah. He got into it when he was a uh, captain up where I was working in Southern California. So we started playing a lot so over there, full Palmdale and all that. So, yeah, That's now awesome. we're playing a member guest together. It's going to be fun. How about, how about you? Have you played a member guest, bud? Done a few, yeah. Yeah. So Canyon Gate and Flexion Bay, so, so, some I, stuff when I was living in Washington. Out of member guests, it's still the same golf course, but the days just got a little more out of it, right? The driving range is a little more happening, right? We're going to have music on the driving range. Yeah. Southern Wine and Spirits is a very big um, distribution company in town. They, di they distribute to all the golf courses. Southern Wine and Spirits is going to come and, and have alcohol and drinks on the range, and we're going to have atmosphere holes. So on a member guest, on the typically it's a par three, maybe we'll do a par five. Um, we're doing that with our sponsors as we speak, but the atmosphere holes is going to be um, maybe there's going to be margaritas on a hole and a DJ, yeah, yeah. and you know, or some music, and and it's a time for you know because sometimes is this a one day or two day? It's a one day event. one day event, uh, and you know sometimes maybe you're waiting on a tee box. It gives you the opportunity to speak with the people in front of you, speak Absolutely. with the people behind you, in in a way that you're not just waiting. So we're trying to do that. Um, with the the more influencer side, that's where I'm emceeing the event. I want to get some of my guys, you know, whether you have, uh, you know, this company sending out uh, a free one to everybody and a discount code yeah. or whatever that may be. However you want to be a part of the event is how I wanted to do that. Yeah. We do have a discount code on these people. If yeah, you're seeing yeah, this, yeah. it's go to Vegas bag. Just put in Vegas bag room 10. You'll get 10% off. Perfect. For the stanky. So we do have a discount code if you guys want to know about that. But see that, so so it's, it's, it's your, you know, uh, your plug, your tag, but it's still helping me, right? I would definitely, yes. It's, but but that's the, it, it's building community that way. And with the golf course, we chose April 1st. That That's uh, March Madness weekend, which is a very difficult weekend to book a tee time. Absolutely. And so having said that, so why not go to the golf course and say, hey, Let's buy your food and beverage. Let's do this. Let's do that. So everybody that's playing that day is essentially going to pay more, but you're getting a discounted rate because it's such a hard weekend to book golf. You know, it's just kind of the green grass grows all around. The initial idea that we have kind of you know, recanted and came back from was I wanted everybody to get $200 in the golf shop. The way that everybody read that was, well, I, you know, if I just would buy, you know, whatever was in the golf shop at the time. I said that we were going to challenge our vendors 
So I wanted to make sure that there was a significant discount in the golf shop that day. And there still is going to be. We're going to have a discount that day because you know how it is when you go to oh, the yeah. shop and there's 30% off, 20% off. You're, you know, and then if you had a little credit, you know, your credit's going to go you farther. You a couple shirts instead of just one. There you, you go. Know, I get it. And, and really, it, it's an opportunity for brands to come out and showcase themselves just like they do in a member guest. You know, so if you had a TaylorMade rep or a Travis Matthew rep or whatever. Um, now, uh, I know there's a guy a that's out of, I think, Painted Desert. He, he works there. Yep. I tried to connect with him back because he, he does shirts, and I guess it's called Chillist. Yes. I've been trying to get him to talk to us and maybe do something because when we podcast, we would like to, you know, represent brands yes. that are – you know, in Vegas, that's what we'd like to do. Absolutely. And push them, you know. So, and then now what we're doing is we're 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 throwing events on days that you're already playing golf. You're going to play golf on that Saturday. We all do, right? Yeah. So come to our event, and now we're building community. So one of the ideas that we're going to have is um, I want to have a junior golfer out there hitting drives on a hole and raising money for their um, for their. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's kind of like what they do for like uh, the UNLV yes. uh, uh, Rebel Day. And we're not talking gouging it. people. You know, people want to get two hundred dollars, five hundred. No, we're talking. You know, give what you can to donate to that person for junior golf. Right, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars. Absolutely. If you want to do a hundred or five hundred or a thousand, please help this junior golfer. Let them have a better yeah. career. You know, absolutely. It, it takes money to get to these places. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, so you know, the the first one, that, and, and she's a friend of mine, is is Ali Mohal. And her father, Chris, and, and what an amazing job that they've done uh, with Allie and her sister uh, during their careers. And Chris is such a great golf coach as well, um, has a, an amazing stable of players. Um, Allie just verbally committed to UNLV, so she's going to play for Coach Amy. And they got is, a good, I've been trying to get Coach Amy on this. I've been She's uh, got my car numerous times to do a podcast with she, me, and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, never busy. get contacted. She's very busy. Yeah. She's, she was trying to get Allie to play for us. So yeah. that, that, I'm glad that I'm glad. <laughs> but I promise you, Coach, I love her. She's the No, I mean, no bad no bad things to say. She's. Yeah. I know she's busy. Oh, um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm in the process right now working with Coach A. Bear for the men's team. Oh, I love that. To, to get, on, get him on. I haven't on. met him yet. Yeah, he, uh, he wants to get on my podcast. I just got to make time with me and Joe to set it up so because we might I told him I'd like to do it at UNLV but they're getting a lot of things they're getting a what is that the putting system Joe we talked about where it sits flat and it moves around yeah. the eye roller not putt, the eye, putt view putt view putt they're view. putting a putt view in there for oh, them very cool and all for the guys and they got a pretty solid team they're getting better yeah it's wonderful um, so yeah so UNLV is awesome I yeah. mean it was it was my my actually my dream to become a rebel um, yeah. you know growing up so I, I had the opportunity um but, you know, after my first year of college, we actually had my, my first daughter, Courtney, mm -hmm. and, and went to the working force, and that's when I worked at Stallion Mountain with, with yeah. Johnny Openshaw way back in the day. But, you know, it's, um, you know it, it's crazy how things have evolved, and knowing all of these people and working at all, all those golf courses. Gosh, I worked at Stallion Mountain, Valley High, Royal Links, Desert Pines. Um, You've been all over the track. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I worked at Shadow Creek for five years. You know, I was a member yeah, yeah. at South Shore Country Club for a year, year or two. Yeah. I was a member at um, Spanish Trails. Yeah, like Spanish. Spanish has been redone a lot lately. Oh, they just did the new, new the owners, bunkers. man. Yep, new owners and new bunkers. And they own so the guy owns uh, Southern Highlands. Yep, part owner is owner of Mr. Spanish. Gomez? I think it's I don't know which one it is. It's with, they're the Koreans because one of our Korean put a percentage into Spanish also, and they bought South Shore also. Oh, wonderful! So yeah, so so buying group. Yeah, it's pretty much group. a buying group. Yes. So, any other questions you got for us today? 
So my favorite question to ask everybody, because for me, at a young age, I was a good athlete and I kind of had great hand-eye coordination. So when I started swinging the golf club, I hit the ball well and I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and But from that point on, I just went to golf practice. Like it was just something that was in me. It was just, you know, wake up, you know, go to school, you know, do get good, you know, get good grades and go play golf. I didn't get good grades, but go play golf. Um, so it blows me away on why people play golf. So I have that question for both of you. Because, you know, I did it from a young age, and I heard you say that you started later on in life. Yes. So it always just, it's a great question for me, and it, and it really, uh, you get to know a little bit about Absolutely. somebody. So why I play golf. I always tell people why I play golf. I play golf because when I play one day, I know the next day I can shoot one shot better. <laughs> That's how I look at myself, is like, yeah. I'm always pushing to shoot that one shot better. Yeah. And I, that's that's what gets me driven to keep going because it's like even if I have a bad day, I know the next day could be a better day or even way better day, yeah. and shoot even lower. And yeah. just I want to shoot that one shot better, and it just keeps me motivated to keep trying to improve my game. So 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 you like the 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 ability to try to get more the more personal challenge personal challenge. Yeah, like to get better like and that. move on. Like yeah, that's that. how that's my that's why I like golf so much. Yeah. That's a great answer. And keeping up the fitness. I mean, I'm 56 years old, and Ooh, trust me, man, I work hard. Yeah. You know, I you, you stop moving, you start dying. I tell people. Yeah. You know, I've worked a lot of cops that retired before me. Yeah, aren't aren't around no more, and yeah. I don't want to be that guy. I want to yeah. be doing this. I want to start doing stuff for kids. I want to make my podcast grow with me yeah. and Joe, and you're doing it, doing what we're doing. Yeah, me, you're you're and doing then it. all of us doing our thing. That's, That's awesome. That's what I want to do. Congratulations. I love Thanks, that. brother. I love that. How about you, my man? Man, like I said before. I didn't choose the golf game. The golf game chose me. I love it. I love it. And now I just try to pay my respects to it. I try to be a a good student of the game. Uh, I try to be a good teacher of the game. Uh, As Pat will tell you, I'm a... I'm a bit of a a putting coach whiz type of thing. I I I like to see things. Fix me. I've got got (laughs) to have the right track. I've gotten a lot of people on the right track. uh, Just understanding. um, And... Do you know when you were talking about junior golf earlier, uh, when I was living in Washington, I helped out with all the junior camps at a course that I was working at. And um, I basically would work with all the kids around the greens, you know, learning how to develop touch because I don't hit a long ball. Mm -hmm. So I have to basically focus on short game and it's the majority of the game learning. Yeah. You know, that's 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 what keeps me going. That's a that's awesome. I mean, I didn't realize that that you were that versed in putting. We, we, we He's actually, I mean, we... I, I, I would like to be known as the Puerto Rican Pels. Ooh, <laughs> nice. Rico. The, the Puerto Rican Pels. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I was all over the place, Matt. And it's like, Joe, I just can't, I don't get it. I don't know what I'm doing, man. He's like, okay, we just started doing little things. We, you know, metronome stuff. And then it's like, next thing you know, now I'm rolling the rock pretty sweet yeah. right now. I'm like, I'm, and I'm staying with what... So the like little rhythm. things he's taught me. Little like foundations, rhythm. yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So Colton knows putts that way. Yeah. I actually just heard him on one of his podcasts, and he was speaking about um, he's more rhythmic rather than being yep. boxy. Or... I think I think he was giving uh, Brad Faxon a lesson uh, not too long ago in terms of rhythm. And a good not putter, that, a not good that Brad Faxon needed yeah, yeah, it. Like, you know, like we, we, we were out the other day, and it's like Joe says, you know, I just watched this thing on Brad Faxon. You know, he says to be a little more relaxed. Oh, yeah. Because so I have relaxed. a, I usually have a tense hand when I'm yeah. cutting. So I just relax. And this thing, you know, I'm, I'm just, everything's end over end. Go under mm-hmm. the hole. Go under the hole. I'm like, 
boom, the light bulb went on, and everything we, we stacked together has finally made it go, hey, I can make putts. Now I can go out there confident and go, 20 feet, I'm going to make this putt. Oh, yeah. You know, and I never used to do that. I've, I've never felt that way. So that, yeah. that. <laughs> I never used to do that, and I do that now. I got you, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I do that. I, I need I, it. <laughs> I mean, I'm more confident now when I walk to 8 or 10 footer that I'm going to make that putt. Before, yeah. I would be uh, like, oh, no, man, this is scary. I'm going to. Yeah. I'm either going to blow it or I'm going to put it, you know. You've actually become very deadly within 15 feet. Yeah, I'm working hard. Yeah. Working hard on it. Well, you're putting at those great greens out there. You know, yes. Like well, I don't get to putt on them unless I'm playing. That, that's one oh, of the things there. We don't get to do nothing. So I go to Desert Willow. If I don't know if you know Desert Willow down the street. great greens over there. They are the best greens. I mean, yeah. a lot of guys that play tournament golf, they go there just to practice because those things are always rolling at a 12 and they're yes. smooth. And they're, and they're true. Yeah, and they're true. Yeah. And, and you got the light left to right, right to left breakers. Anything you want uphill, downhill, big it's just, green. Yeah, and that's a giant green. We did our first putting challenge there. That's yeah. where it was at. So, and they, and they also, um, you know, I'm a huge fan of going to the bar and grill. Always, you know, grabbing a yeah, Gatorade yeah. or whatever, helping the course out because, you know, it's just little things happen. You know, they, absolutely. They but um, you know, it's very uh, inexpensive compared to most of the neighboring courses where you're you're paying like eight nine dollars for a, a Gatorade or a drink. I, or Matt, I tell people anymore. that come out here, and I said that is the toughest. Executive par three course in Vegas. I haven't played it in a while. I mean, we not very there, many huh? people can go low there. Yeah, you know, and it's it's just because it's target golf, and you better know how to putt because there's minute breaks there. Well, let's let's do a, the three of us. We can do a, a scramble because I can hit the ball good, and if you guys can putt, I'll just sit in the cart. <laughs> we can we can definitely do that. Absolutely, it'd be fun. <laughs> Absolutely, and if we don't hit the green, I can chip too. Hey, so are you chipping in all the time? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying my best. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, I'm Pat Thompson, your host with the Vegas Bag Room. Let's here with it. Matt Nolasco, Joe on, Cancino, Bogies here. Hey man, we appreciate it, Matt. Thanks my for coming pleasure. on the show hey, and, thanks, and play well today. I know you got a, a date today to go play some kids, so yeah, well, you go know, have some fun. The UVU kids are coming down, you know. So great, you know, uh, Andrew and those guys are coming down from Salt Lake. It's a little cold up there. And yeah, yeah, you guys actually helped out. We're doing this a little early, so I can get up there and make that tea time at Chimera with those guys. See? Absolutely, my man. Hopefully, they don't beat me too bad. <laughs> I'm an old man. But... Just do it, oh man. I told you, I'm 30, I'm 56. You're a lot younger than me. I wish I was your age again. Yeah. Well, thank you. Hey, thanks everybody. Follow us on Instagram, follow the Vegas Bag Room on Facebook, and hope you guys enjoyed the show, and this is going to be on Golf Friends and everywhere else. Peace, everybody. Have a good day. See ya.